Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is September 4th, and this is for the week of September 4th through the 10th. Um, <laughs> how is everybody doing? Um, how are you doing, Elmi? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah. It is a holiday weekend yeah. here in uh, Los Angeles and elsewhere in the uh, United States. Um, you know, before we get into what's happening this week, I think it would be a good idea to just, um, I just want to mention that, you know, it's important for us to keep in mind that the United States is going through its Pluto return. And I think a lot of us are familiar with Saturn return. Uh, that's when yeah. Saturn returns to the place it was when you were born. So if you were born when Saturn was in Libra, it takes about 27, 28 years for Saturn to go around the sun and make it through the other signs of the zodiac. And then when it finally makes its way back to the sign your Saturn is in, that's called a Saturn return. And... Saturn returns are notorious for being difficult times for people. We usually have our Saturn return when we're 27, 28, 29, somewhere in there. And then we experience it again when we're 56, 57 or thereabouts. Mm. And then if we're lucky to live long enough, we'll get another third Saturn return when we're in our mid to late 80s. And, um, you know, during Saturn returns... People can lose it a little bit. Mm. You know, it can be a difficult time because Saturn puts pressure on us to eliminate the things in our lives that are no longer working mm. or certain things in our lives that had been working. All of a sudden they aren't working anymore and we have to make changes. And the nature of those changes can sometimes be forced change. Mm. It's not necessarily that we're in a frame of mind either where we're like, you know, when we're going through this, we don't usually think, wow, I'm really open to change right now. Let's see what kind of voluntary changes I can make in my life. Mm. Uh, you know, usually when we're experiencing our sad and return we can also be a little bit down in the dumps or just flat out depressed because Saturn is a very serious energy and can make everything in our lives feel especially cold and stern. Mm. So it can be a, a kind of a double whammy um, when you're dealing with a Saturn return because it's like, you know, you know you need to make some changes, but maybe you don't know what those changes are. And at the same time, you might not really have the energy to feel like you can take them on. It can be a really difficult process. But after we've made it through our Saturn return, we can usually see that certain things we thought we needed, we actually no longer need. Certain people we thought we needed in our life, maybe we find we, find we can do just fine without them. And while Saturn definitely hurts as it heals, it ultimately puts us in a better, stronger place. But it's going through the process of it that really sucks. Now, human beings do not experience a Pluto return. It takes about 250 years for Pluto to make its way around the sun. So unless you live to be 250 years mm -hmm. old, maybe someday we will, but we don't live that long right now. So we are not individually going to be experiencing a Pluto return. Mm -hmm. But a country, a country can experience a Pluto return. And if you look at the U.S. being born in 1776, we are coming up on its 250th birthday, mm. and we're also going through its Pluto yeah. return. 
And Pluto energy is about absolute power, absolute control, and it's also about transformation. And what's different about Pluto when you compare it to Saturn is that Saturn is interested in eliminating parts of a system that are no longer working, but it maintains the general framework and then it works to improve it. Uh, Pluto energy is more acute. If something isn't working, Pluto wants to eliminate it completely, you know, blow it up, annihilate it, mm. however you want to phrase it. But it wants an entirely brand new approach. And if you have to completely start over, then you just completely start over. Mm. Um, right now, Pluto is in Capricorn. It's been in Capricorn since 2008, I believe. And if we look at how Pluto operates in Capricorn, it's going to want to change things by looking to the past. Because Capricorn is interested in the past. Capricorn is interested in tradition. And in its quest for ultimate control, Pluto in Capricorn is maybe going to try to roll back time. Capricorn is not forward-thinking energy. And that's not to say that people with their sun in Capricorn can't be forward-thinking or, or that they aren't forward-thinking. Many of them are. But Capricorn energy in and of itself is not focused on the future. That's just not its job. It's more about remembering those who came before us, respecting your elders, and following the rules. Uh, Aquarius, however. Aquarius is all about looking towards the future. And Pluto is moving into Aquarius. It'll be in Aquarius in 2023 for a little bit, but it's really 2024 when it'll firmly be in Aquarius, and then it'll stay there for about 20 years. And if Pluto represents transformation and Aquarius represents modern thinking, then we're going to be looking at modern transformation. Uh, in the meantime, though, Pluto in Capricorn isn't going to give up control without a fight. Uh, Pluto wants to stay in control. <laughs> Whatever sign it's in, it wants to stay in control in that form. And Pluto energy is not known for being pleasant. Um, so if we're talking about absolute power and power at any cost then we're not really talking about couples counseling here or sitting down and having a nice chat and working through our differences. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that as we go through this very major transformation, there are going to be times uh, when people are going to try to prevent certain changes from occurring and go out of their way to roll back time. But ultimately, whatever victories they might score are going to be short-lived and they will not last. Pluto in Aquarius just is not going to allow it. Uh, anyway, uh, today though, for Nero, the moon is in Leo and it's a holiday weekend. So hopefully you are enjoying your holiday and taking it easy. The Leo moon wants us to relax and have fun. Uh, the Virgo sun, however, still wants us mm -hmm. to be productive and to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. So if need be, maybe tackle one or two things on your to-do list to satisfy the Virgo sun and then get back in the swimming pool and turn your mind mm -hmm. off because okay. our minds have been in overdrive since the sun entered Virgo on August 22nd and our minds will continue to be working overtime until the sun heads into Libra on September 22nd. So get that relaxation in there wherever you can. And remember, we are human beings, not human doings. This Leo moon should be good for fire signs. We haven't had a lot of fire in the charts yeah. lately. So Aries, Sagittarius, Leo, uh, hopefully you're feeling this fire energy. 
and are feeling like you can be awesome again. Um, the astrological weather for Saturday, September 4th, is fairly chill. And then on Sunday, September 5th, we have a very long void of course moon from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Pacific. So that's a good eight and a half hours. And when the moon's void of course, that means it's in between signs. So it will have left Leo around 7.30 a.m. Pacific, but it won't officially enter Virgo until 4 p.m. And it is technically in between signs, but that's also a good time for what I call guilt-free relaxation and play. And it's going to be good for some me time since it will be void, of course, in Leo. Uh, the moon will enter Virgo around 4 p.m. And then Venus, uh, Sunday night, will square Pluto. And that can bring potential friction to our romantic partnerships. At the very least, there might be like a, a deep talk that, you know, your partner might want to have. Uh, be aware of that. Or if your partner is just kind of being moody, uh, just know it won't last. Uh, it should clear up by uh, Monday morning. Uh, I guess this is now now is a good time as any to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on things. So, Almy, we are once again experiencing a bit of a heat wave here in mm -hmm. Southern California. How are you doing with these higher temperatures? I don't like them very much, if I'm going to be perfectly honest here. It is way too hot. It got nice and gloomy in Los Angeles. The temperatures dropped. It was really lovely, and then all of a sudden, uh, it's back to 93 degrees. So, not a big fan of that. Yeah, and when we were on our walk this morning, it was a very warm walk, to say the least. And we were talking a little bit about astrology, go figure. And you know how I'm always harping about the moon and what's the moon doing? Almy, you were saying that you're actually more sun-oriented. Is that true? In a literal way, yeah. If the sun's out and it's too hot, I am very cranky. Yeah, so that's how the sun plays in Yeah. in, in that uh, scenario. Yeah. Um, last question before we go here. <laughs> As a Scorpio Elmy, if you were at Disneyland right now, <laughs> what ride would you want to be on? Splash Mountain, for sure. Yeah, that's kind of the perfect right? ride to yeah. uh, cool off with, right? Yeah, or if we're in California Adventure, the Grizzly River Run Rapid mm. thing. I'm fine with anything where I feel like I'm being cooled off. And I feel like I deserve that, you know? Like, who doesn't deserve to have theme park water just thrown on them, right? You definitely do. You, you deserve to have all the theme park water thrown on you as possible. I agree. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, as always, for sharing. <laughs> that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment Yay. of our show. All right. Um, so starting Sunday, September 5th, we are going to have all kinds of Virgo energy out there. Uh, that's because the moon will enter Virgo at 4 p.m. Pacific on Sunday, September 5th. And at that point, the sun, the moon, and Mars will all be in Virgo. It's a, or, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's a good time for detail work. You know, it's a good time for, for being productive. And, I always um, feel that way. Yeah, we have Mars and Virgo. So you're kind of, yeah. 
anyway, uh, take advantage. <laughs> take advantage of this Virgo energy uh, over the next few weeks, though, while the sun is still in Virgo for uh, the better part of September. You know, uh, with all this Virgo energy, we could all be feeling sort of a um, a renewed discipline and maybe a renewed focus. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially around like workout regimens, diets, that kind of stuff. It's a good time to detox. It's a good mm-hmm. time to cleanse. I kind of look at Virgo season as sort of, um, uh, what do you call it? It's, it's like a time to almost renew your New Year's resolutions that you oh. didn't tackle. Um, you know, we make New Year's resolutions when we're in Capricorn because Capricorn is that energy that's like the disciplinarian and like, you know, you got to stay on track. It's the taskmaster. Um, and then we can kind of lose the focus over the course of the year. When we get back into Virgo, you know, a fellow Earth sign like Capricorn, I think this is a good time to maybe breathe some new fire into those resolutions if there's stuff you've been uh, putting off maybe. So Virgo resolutions. We should make that a thing. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. Virgo resolutions. What are your Virgo resolutions? Let us know in the comments at something about astrology on Instagram. No, but I genuinely yeah, no, want to no, no. know. I really like this idea. It's Same. because the year's almost over somehow. Yeah. I don't know how it went by so quickly, this but it's been the fastest year it has been of the my fastest life. Fastest year ever, and it's yeah. almost over. So I really love the idea of doing something productive with the four months that we got left in 2021. Yeah, let's do it. And speaking of resolutions and intentions and all that fun stuff, we have a new moon on Monday, Mm. September 6th. That is the perfect time to set your intentions. Uh, The new moon, of course, is in Virgo. It's going to be exact at 5.52 p.m. Pacific on Monday, September 6th. New moon in Virgo. All right. Good time for vision boards and setting intentions, right? Absolutely. Now is the time to do it. Uh, And this is going to be an interesting new moon because the moon is forming a trine with Uranus. Uh, Uranus is currently in Taurus, which is an earth sign. The moon in Virgo, also an earth sign. Earth signs get along. They form a trine. And Uranus, uh, of course, is the ruling uh, planet of Aquarius, which is about out-of-the-box, revolutionary, different styles of thinking. So this particular Virgo new moon is going to have that extra little tinge to it where there's going to be a little extra creativity, a little extra electricity, perhaps, just a little extra whatever. Um, But it's going to be interesting because Uranus wants us to also break out of routines. Uh, Virgo, I always feel, is very routine-oriented, and Uranus is going to want us to maybe reevaluate our routines a little bit here, too. Um, But at the new moon, the sun will trine Uranus at 14 degrees. Yeah, that's also, yeah, the sun is also forming a trine with Uranus. So the moon, the sun, wow. Um, Anyway, uh, new moon, big new moon on September 6th. So uh, the rest of the week, um, you know, in general, Monday, September 6th, there's a lot going on planetarily, if that's a word. In addition to the to the new moon, Venus is going to be forming a nice trine with Jupiter. And Jupiter is that planet that wants us to dream big and it's just full of optimism and uh, wants us to uh, follow our hearts and all that stuff. That's also happening the day of the new moon. Mars, the planet Mars, is also going to form a trine. Uh, It's forming a trine with Pluto. Mm. So Mars, the planet of action. Pluto, again, that tough bad boy energy, but also transformative energy. And with Mars and Pluto getting along, that can um, empower us to tackle maybe some difficult things or things we've been putting off, give us a little extra courage, a little extra burst. And then also on uh, September 6th, the sun is going to try and 
Uranus. Yeah, I just mentioned that. So anyway, there's a lot of positive, just potential for positive energy. Yeah. Um, this is going to be one heck of a new moon. Right. We'll see how it shakes out. Good. But uh, I'm excited for yeah. it. I don't normally get excited for new moons. Yeah, you, you usually really don't like the new moons. They zap your energy or something? They do. Yeah. They do. I don't know if I had uh, enough. Maybe I just had plenty of coffee today or something. But um, I'm feeling energized thinking about this new moon. Right. So I'm going to keep a little journal. I'll let you know how, how I fare with it. Um, by Tuesday, September 7th, the moon will enter Libra. And this particular stay in Libra, the moon's looking a little bit more afflicted. It's not quite lining up very well with other planets. Um, I'm especially looking at Chiron. Chiron is um, that comet that is the wounded healer. Wherever we have Chiron in our birth chart, that is a part of our lives where there is some um, very intense uh, sensitivity, uh, certain things that maybe we need to work with or work through. Um, but yeah, the, the Libra moon is going to bump up against Chiron on Wednesday, September 8th. And Mercury is also going to oppose Chiron that day. So there could be a lot of people who want to share uh, maybe difficult things that they've experienced in their in their life that day. You might feel like you want to vent. Um, so watch for that on Wednesday, September 8th. That could be an especially sensitive day for for all of us. Uh, by Thursday, September 9th, the moon will go into Scorpio. And um, and again, the, the intensity could continue there. Usually when the moon's in Scorpio, we want to have deeper conversations. We're not as interested in surface things. We want to get to the truth of things, the heart of the matter. And also on Friday, September 10th, Venus, the planet Venus, will enter Scorpio as well. So Friday, September 10th, there's a lot of Pluto energy. Pluto rules Scorpio. Venus is going to be entering Scorpio. The moon will be in Scorpio. So there could be another intense uh, period here where there are some power struggles either in our own lives, in the country, or, or in the world. Um, a lot of that going on uh, towards the end of the week. I feel like there are a couple other things I want to say here. I'm on holiday. Oh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. This is just a little fun thing, but uh, celebrities uh, who have Venus in Scorpio. Uh, we have Bob Odenkirk. We have Naomi Watts. We have Andrew Lincoln, who played Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead. Joaquin Phoenix. Newly elected Screen Actors Guild President Fran Drescher has Venus in Scorpio. So does Jamie Foxx, Don Cheadle, and then one of the darkest, most dastardly human beings of all time, David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer. <laughs> Actually, I think David Schwimmer is supposedly he's super, super nice. Yeah, but he's also oh, super Scorpio. Yeah. yeah. I think he, a, I've, yeah. I've also heard he's super nice. Yeah. I think he represents Scorpios very well because, uh, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I'd, I'd hang out with David Schwimmer if he'd want to, like, you know, get a cup of coffee or something. Yeah. So, David Schwimmer, if you're, if you're listening, let's, let's do that coffee. But um, that's to give you an idea of some uh, folks out there who have Venus in Scorpio. Venus has been in Libra. Venus feels great in Libra. That's mm -hmm. one of its home signs. However, when it goes into Scorpio, they say that it is in its detriment. Venus is in its detriment when it's in Scorpio. It doesn't function quite as well there, or at least it's not as comfortable. Venus generally is that kind of lighter, happy-go-lucky kind of energy. And Scorpio is all about, again, what's the truth? What's going on here? Don't mess with me. So it can be kind of an intense partnership. But at the same time, it can also help deepen your relationships. You can get to the heart of matters and um, what have you. And Venus will stay in Scorpio until 
October 7th. So that's what's coming up this week. If you want to look ahead a little bit to the following week, the planet Mars is going to change signs on September 14th. That's also a big day in California. I believe our governor recall vote is that day as well. So September 14th could also be another just incredibly charged day. Uh, But in the meantime... Let's enjoy this Leo moon, right? And let's um, relax and have a nice holiday weekend. And um, I think that's about it. Thanks, as always, for listening. We love you. And now Almy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. It's time for our mini meditation. So get into a comfortable position. Um, you can close your eyes if you like. And all together, let's take a nice, slow, deep breath in through our nose. And a nice, slow, deep breath out. And let's do one more slow, deep breath in. And a slow, deep breath out. And last one, slow, deep breath in. And slow, deep breath out. Thanks as always for listening. We so appreciate your support and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.